Well, today you're going to hear a testimony and a story. We're going to do it a little bit differently today. We're going to do a bit of an interview uh, uh, style, but it really is a privilege to have someone who we've been relating to for more, what, like 20, 20 plus years, and to have them in the house today. They're the leaders of our Connect Churches in India. And uh, how many have been to India, just so I can put your hands up? So there's quite a few here have been there and visited and traveled with us over the years, some more than once. And so this is their supreme uh, uh, second time to New Zealand for Sangeeta. This is her first time on it. She came first time on an airplane, first time, I, I guess, really out of her city to the other end of the world. And, you know, many times we've prayed for them. We've stood here when they've uh, needed to see God do a miracle. We've all stood together and got up and chuckabunded and said, Lord, do something. And so what a privilege it is to have them here today for our October fire meetings. They've come uh, uh, for the conference, obviously, and been blessed by that. They go back home tomorrow. But we thought, what a great place to have it. So you can hear the story. You've heard it from us over the years. And so let's hear it from them. So can we all stand up and give them the loudest, come on, shout, just as they come. So Pastor Prem and Sangeeta, right? Come on. Let's do it. Grab the microphones. We're doing Oprah. Come on. This feels a little bit different. Again, I just think it's it's cool the 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 Bible talks about us reading it this morning in Revelation chapter 12, uh, verse 11, talking about they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. There's something powerful about our stories. Of course, in this room here, everybody has a story. God's done something in their lives and uh, turned something around. We were lost, but now we're found. And, and, and um, uh, again, I think that the power of the story of our testimony is very, very important. So we're going to get into this. Are you nervous a little bit, Prem? No, no, not at all. Oh, praise <laughs> God. Hallelujah. What about you, Sangeeta? Are you nervous a little nervous bit? Again. Nervous again. Yeah, no, okay, they're not nervous. Come on, one more time for these guys. Come on. So we have about five or so Connect Churches in India, and they look after all of those. And again, really, we want to just share a little bit about the story. Now, as I do this, I've got to do a little disclaimer, and that is I'm probably going to talk a little bit in an Indian accent just so we can get through the English and because uh, they think I'm speaking beautiful English, so it's very good, and they can understand. Anita, my uh, darling wife, give her a big uh, Yahoo. Come on. And they just keep the mic up close. So she's going to be doing the translation also for Sangeeta. Uh, and because even though English isn't their first language, they how many languages do you speak? Six. He speaks six, six languages. Language. So beat that, eh? So come on. <laughs> what about you, Sangeeta? How many <laughs> languages do you speak? Four. Four languages. Four languages. So, so we're just uh, doing some work with some translation uh, here. And so um, we want to just start off by asking you, how long have you and Sangeeta been married? 32 years. 32 wow. years. Come on. <laughs> 32 years. 32 years. And when you first saw Sangeeta, what, where, where did you see her first? How did you meet? Or was it like an arranged marriage? It's an arranged marriage. Um, my relative, one of my relatives was getting married. So I thought I will not go there. But something pushed me. 
So I went there. I was I was just moving around here. Then I saw a beautiful lady coming from <laughs> other side. <laughs> I thought she might be a very good wife. <laughs> She's very beautiful. Ah. So I talked to my my priest, the Hindu priest. Without them, we cannot marry. They are the mediators. So I said, I want to get married with this girl. Okay. And um, he conveyed my message to her family. So in this way, it started. Then we came into process. But there was lots of opposition. Uh, now I can realize that why it was there, such opposition. Because God was having a purpose and plan for our life. Come on. So there was opposition. Uh, it was about to break up. But I stood strongly. I said, no. If I will marry, I will marry her. Otherwise, no marriage. Wow. So Here we are 32 years later. Here on, we are yeah. 32 years later. So, later. Sang Sangeeta, what did you think when you saw him? What was your... Dad, just keep your mic up. She said, <laughs> she said, yes, I liked him. I asked my mother. No, the mother came and said to her, there's this guy. And she says, well, if you want me to marry him, I'll marry him. That's how it is. That's how it is. This is how in India. <laughs> Guys, if only it was so easy here. Come on. All the men said, hey, man, oh, man, I wish it was that simple. All right here, come on. So, 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 how many kids do you have, and what are they doing? Uh, two daughters married, three grandchildren, ten years, six and four. My elder daughter is full time; she's working in office, connect church. Um, my my son-in-law, uh, he's a worship leader. He goes on. He's, uh, actually, we we call them gospel singer. So he goes on singing gospel and teaching uh, the worship. So he's moving around the country. Um, so grandson is studying at school. He's in fourth standard. The other one, younger daughter, she's working for Real Street. And uh, my son-in-law, he's same as the elder one, goes on, I keep gospel. on moving, um, worshiping, singing song, gospel songs. And uh, both the children, they are studying now. All right, cool. So you've got grandchildren now. Yeah, three, three. grandchildren. Three, three grandchildren. That's, the, uh, that's cool. So, Sangeeta, this is your first time out of India, so on an airplane. So what did you think of New Zealand? First time in this, uh, in this year to Niklana, to New Zealand, how did She liked it. So what says, did you like about it? Apart she said from everybody is really loving. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So what, 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 is, what have they done to make, make you think that? Why do you think they're all loving? We want to know. She said she just feels loved here. Yeah, she loves the fellowship and worship here. Yeah. So everybody say we love you, Sankita. <laughs> <laughs> so, so one day, I mean... I, I mean, I was actually going to ask you, Prem, what do you do for fun? What do you do for us, so people can know? I read books. Yeah. Uh, I play cricket. I'm very fond of sports. Yeah. 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 I know a few players. Uh, player, um, 
for New Zealand cricketer. I love them. And I'm very fond of all black. Yeah. Rugby. Yeah. We've got them all. I, I love haka. Yeah. I will wait for them. Mm. You know, when it's the haka, not soccer. He didn't say soccer. Yeah, 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 <laughs> he yeah. said the haka. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very fond of that. I, I play cricket. I keep on reading books. Uh, I, I like to drive. Yeah. I will go for a drive. Then I will climb on the mountains. All right. Yeah. Like going for walks and stuff. Yeah. Mm. So uh, let's just, um, again, you came from a Hindu background. You, both of you were Hindus. Uh, uh, you found Christ. And um, tell us, what was it like for you growing up as, as Hindus? So, so, I mean, for people here in New Zealand, we don't have any idea or any uh, sort of, I, I guess, frame of what reference to think around. You, you grew up Hindus. What did that mean for you? What was that like? In India, there are 33 crores. I don't know how you... 330 million gods. So-called gods. Yeah, yeah. In India. Everyone has their own. City gods, state gods, national gods. <laughs> so we, we, were, we were different. We were involved in worshipping demonical spirit. That's what I know now. So my grandmother, she was having that spirit. It's like a demonic spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she used to tell fortune and all. To get possessed. We, we used to go to the cemeteries, collect the bones, ashes. That was a great thing for us. And uh, we used to use it to put it on a forehead. Then, there we used to sacrifice goats. I used to cut the goats with one shot. <laughs> My mother was a singer. She used to spring to the dominical spirits. Then as we cut goats, we used to fetch the blood and the rice. Then we used to eat that. Mm. See, such was a, a practice, yeah. Hinduism practice. Still, it's going on there. Mm. Then I got married. Sangeeta was pregnant. One lady, she, she had that spirit. She told me she will give birth to a son. I was so excited. Oh, wow. She prophesied over her. When she delivered, she was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> it made me think what it is. Yeah. Made me think. So... I was a bit in confusion. What the, it's true what I'm following the religion. Mm. Second time, again she was pregnant. The same lady, this time, she used to say like this, this time you will definitely have a son. Another girl. Another girl. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be shocking to me. And it made me think. I was very serious about uh, this uh, so-called gods. Mm. I said, we are worshipping since so long here. All my generation went up and why they are lying to me? Mm. Then I started to distance myself from those people. But my, my family was full involved in it. Mm. My, my home, Pastor Adam and Anita have seen that. Full of idols. Mm. Full of pictures. My mother, she was from Catholic background. But she converted into Hinduism. She was not ready to listen to me. I said, Mom, she, they had lied to me. I think there is something wrong in this. Mm. 
what we are worshiping but she was not ready to do that so lots of money we used to spend mm. we went on debt yeah debt to yeah to sacrifice we we so basically you're saying this is an interesting thing for me because sometimes people talk about the church and you know hey didn't the church you know talks about giving money but you gave thousands and thousands mm. of and that that religion to those gods to sacrifice exactly. for money to the extent that you're in complete uh, debt. debt trying to earn the favor uh, of that's those true. gods. That's true. That's mm. true. That's mm. true. And we must otherwise they are very scary. They will scare you. You will die if you won't do that. Yeah. They will kill you. Yeah. You have to sacrifice animals and chickens. We used to pull the head of chicken yeah. like this and drink the blood. Mm. Mm. Oh, such practices. It, it was terrible. He doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> to be clear, yeah. uh, only communion. Only communion. <laughs> Sangeeta ended up at our door and knocked on our door one day, looking for work. How yeah. did it come to that? Actually, in 1992, my my elder daughter was three years old. We we thought of putting it in school. So we were not sound in as financial. I, though I was a government servant. So what did you do as a government servant? I, I, I used to maintain a tank, fighting tank. T-72, T-55. For the Indian Army? Yeah, sure. Yeah. We, we used to maintain and we used to India, keep right? ready for the war. Then as the concern unit comes, we used to dispatch them those uh, tanks. So that was what I was doing. To get the tanks ready for battle. Yeah. So did you ever send any tanks into battle or? Uh, in 1993, we sent. I was there when mm. Kargil took place. That's a war between India and, and Pakistan. Pakistan. Okay, yeah. No. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I was there to, to hand over the tanks yeah. uh, to the army. So this is what I was doing. But again, coming to my family, we were not that good in financial. So I asked her. Would you help me to get a job for you? And uh, she's not a uh, educated. So we decided she will look for a maid, like a maid job, household job. So her friend was there. They both went to Vijay Park. The pastor Adam and Anita stayed there. They were they just, just shifted there from a place called Guldekri. So as they landed there, Anita was there carrying grace. She was six months old. Yeah, yeah. So my wife went and asked Anita, would you like to have a maid? Two of them were there. So she was there and she was looking to both of them. I don't know what made her to choose Sangeeta. Today I can tell you that was God's plan. Come on. God's purpose. But I don't know. At that time, but she chose Sangeeta. So in that way, we got into Pastor Adam and Anita. I was away because I don't know who, whom she's going and working. She said to a Christian, I, I, I tell you the truth, I used to hate Christians. <laughs> I fought with the evangelist when they came to me and shared gospel. I said, get out of here. Why? Because they will come and they say, remove all the idols, these are false and 
Jesus Truger. At that point of time, I used to hate Christian. So I don't like that she's going and working to Christian family. But we need money. So I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you carry on. I was a drunkard. I used to drink very heavily. And I was a chain smoker. So I need big, big, long, long cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> money was not there, but somehow I used to manage. And I used to fight a lot with her. I'm so sorry for that. <laughs> so, so when he says he used to fight with her, he used to beat her, basically. Badly. Yeah. Badly. One day I punched her here. She started bleeding very badly. She went to work and Anita asked her what happened. She said, my, my husband beat me. So I don't want you to meet me. <laughs> so I can't beat him. <laughs> One day, um, I don't know what was there. We bought Gian Grace. They were small to our home. Then after some spending some time, I, we took them back to their home. Adam got me there. He was asking me, why you are doing this? He never shared gospel to me at that time. He's very good in that. He just made a way so that he can talk to me. So he asked me, why you are doing this? I, I was like this. I never answered anything. But it made me thought, why this man is concerned about my family? Mm. Why he wants me to be good? So this made me think. I, I came back. I never talked anything then. I, I used to have a pain in my stomach. for last, It was lasting for 20, uh, 12 years. I'd been to all the hospitals branded hospital in India but they, they could not diagnose it so because of that I used to bunk my job again we are struggling in finance so she said to Anita and uh, Adam wants me to come once again and show that he will pray for me I said no no way I, I won't go there I don't need prayer so I was suffering a lot then I went to my priest Hindu priest he I said, this is happening to me. He said, I will help you, but give me 2,000 rupees. In 1995, I was earning 500 rupees. That means some $10. He asked me for... That's a month. Yeah. Four-month wages. I said, no, I don't have. So he said, I can't help you. That means I will die in my pain. So I said, if it's so... Let it be. Let the pain be with me. And I started to drink a lot. But one day, she forced me. <laughs> Why don't you come and see? They're very good. They will pray for you. So, I decided, okay, let me see. I went there. Adam was sitting in the hall. As he's sitting right now. There, he shared me gospel of Jesus Christ. He said, Jesus loves you. He will heal you. So then he asked me to pray. I received, I gave my heart there to Jesus. So he took me in his bedroom. He locked the door. Both of them were there. <laughs> he started to pray. All of a sudden, he went to his spirit he was praying in spirit. I was saying, what is this he's doing? 
God spoke to him, explain him what he is doing, what you are doing. He said, you don't worry for this, I am praying to God. I said, here I am, you do whatever you want. So he prayed. And as he was praying, this was for 10 minutes, both of them were praying in spirit. Adam was praying. I felt like, no, the power of God is coming upon me. Within 10 minutes, the pain was gone. Now there's no pain. It was 12 years, it was with me. Now there's no pain. So I was healed. I was not... I was not able to express him, but I said, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling good. I never knew that. That, that was a healing of God. God healed me. Mm. Mm. Glory to Jesus. Yes, right. It made me to think, what is this? And I didn't even charge him. <laughs> so I said, I, I, I want to know this. What is this? Then one good day, Anita bought a Bible and gave to me. I started reading. You know, I want to be very honest. I, I, I'm a very uneducated person in India. I, I, I would say just I've studied fourth standard. That's very... Yeah. yeah. So I was not able to understand, but I used to keep on reading and the Holy Spirit taught me how to read Bible. Yeah. Then now, when I, when I encounter the chapter 26, 27, Gospel of Matthew, there was always tear in my eyes. Mm. What Jesus has done for me, how much he loved me, how he offered himself as an atonement sacrifice of me, his suffering, it broke my heart. Mm. And I fall in love with Jesus. Mm. Since then I said, no more Hindu gods, mm. no more world. I will follow only Jesus. Come what me. Sangeeta. Okay. I was going to come back to you. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sangeeta. So for you, what, what, Prem, you used to come to our house. Prem was um, beating you. I mean, what was that like uh, living with this maniac? Put your mic up there, Prabhu please. Prabhu ka pahile, um, jub, uh, apka jivan tha, kaisa tha, Prem ke saath? She said, she, um, he used to beat me up, I used to be really sad, which I can agree with. Yeah. Kya, kya bola? She, she used to question, she, why did I marry this guy? He's beating me up now. Yeah. Huh? So when Prem became Christian, Sangeeta did not turn straight away. So I would say to her, so how are you? She'd say, I'm good. It took her six months to come to that place. And I used to say to her, what is it? She's like, I really want to check that this is for real. Because tomorrow he can turn, start drinking, smoking and beat me up. And this we walk with together, her and I. I yeah. So, yeah. She, she actually waited for him to change. And six months later. But she used to still wear that tikka. Tikka dalti ti na? Yeah, tikka. So, what happened in tikka? Tikka, you were telling me, sir. 
If that was Facebook then, it would have been on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what she did. She waited a long time. Yeah. And so did he change? Oh, change ho gaya kya? Yeah, he's changed. Does he beat you up? Marna, ban kya? No, he stopped beating. Hi? 25 years, she said, he's not touched me. means beaten him. Beaten him. Come on. She says you also took care of us, Pastor Adam, and you took care of us, led us to Jesus, and the church loves us, and we pray for you. Wow. She's grateful for the change. It's time to cry now. <laughs> <laughs> She said you loved us through everything, the pain, the happiness, and treated us like your kids, like mom and dad. So this, this the tears. Yeah, so she's just very grateful. I tell you, there was a day we would sit together. She's supposed to work, clean the house, and we'd be sitting on the floor having cups of tea, and Adam would walk in. And What go. are you doing? <laughs> I was like having a cup of tea because one day I particularly remembered um, she loved her gold earrings and one earring was missing. I said, what happened to your earring? And I could see that she was a bit swollen, and, but I didn't want to ask, but presume. And she said, oh, nothing, just lost the earring. I said, really? And she goes, he really beat me up last night. She said, he smacked me to the wall, and I think I lost my, I think, oh, mil gaya apko na? Earring, baad mein? That's in the book. She went home and found it. But that's how I, I realized that things at home were not good. So I said, oh, we've got to meet this guy and give him a good beat up. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did, trust me. So, yeah. So we, we quite a sad girl. Yeah, so we, uh, I mean, some of the other things we did was just to reach out because he couldn't get to work. Was we, some people here, uh, and again, just what happens yeah. is sometimes you make it a, someone donated some money to get a bicycle. And so we bought Prem a bicycle. How did that affect your lives as a family? Just a bicycle. It, it, again, it was before. Um, before coming him. to Christ. Yeah, before yeah. coming to Christ. I lost my bicycle, so again, I was not able to go to job. It was 18 kilometer. I used to ride 37 kilometer daily bicycle. So I asked his, uh, my wife, Sangeeta, to get some money so that I can buy a new bicycle, then we will return it back. So she came and uh, said to Anita, mm, 
Madam Ananita asked me to come there. So I went. He, he fetched me in his gypsy car. He took me to a uh, shop, cycle shop. Then we were looking for a cycle. You know, today also the words are in my ear. Adam said, Prem, you don't worry. I will pay for it. You get the good one. So I was surprised. What is this? I was, I was, I was a bit shy to get a good, good bike. But he said, you don't worry. You choose whatever you want. See, again, it made me think, how come this? A man unknown to me, a foreigner, he's offering me a bicycle, he's buying me a bicycle with those loving words, you don't worry. So that made me think, again, what I used to think about Christianity, it was total lie. Mm. Now, here is a true love. Christian love, God's love, I found in him. Mm. So my heart was so blessed, I got a new bike. I started to go to work regular. Yeah, he used to not go to work regularly. Yeah, yeah, that's you're right. a very naughty boy. Yes, <laughs> I was. She would come to work and say, he's not gone to work again, was drunk last night. I'm like, oh my gosh. Then another day, excuse, bike's not working, tires are flat, and she'd come to work every day. But he was not going to work regularly. So the many don't go regularly. Of course, there's no money coming in. So those dramas were happening too. So uh, again, in the midst of the Sangeeta, you wanted him to change. I remember a time that um, we had some property in our house stolen. So, so it yes. was basically, so. And, and in India, if it gets stolen, you, you blame the maid, you blame the... Uh, 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 person there, we had some painters in the house that we thought. Okay. How did that affect you? Or because uh, uh, you were basically getting arrested, and that again, it was before knowing Christ. Something disappeared from their house. Some golden gold gold, gold rings. Ring, gold rings. Yeah. I still remember that. Police came there, and uh, they were about to arrest her. But Adam Anita. See, this is what I said. No, there was lots of opposition when we were related to one another, when we related to Pastor Adam and Anita. Satan was working so powerfully to destroy this relationship. So this thing happened. But both of them were so good and they trusted Sangeeta. Mm. They said to police inspector, no, you cannot touch her. They were about to kick her. They, they did kick her. Mm. Yeah. So when they arrest, it's not like here, where uh, it's basically they were starting to beat all the <laughs> all the people that they were arresting. They were hitting them and beating them. I actually had to use my car to transport them to the. Mm -hmm. So I was taking the police from while they were beating all these people um, to try and get them to confess. Didn't so, work. Yeah. So they stopped him. Just leave her alone. You you cannot do to her. She came and shared with me. I was so shocked. I know this, this thing happens there, but again it was a question, what made them to trust her? Mm. And how they help her, helped her to get out of this problem? Mm. So this thing all were touching my heart mm. and unknowingly I was coming closer and closer to God mm. because of their love, their trust, 
on us on her specially so you've now been following christ for a while how has christ and i'll ask both of you this this question how has christ jesus changed your life what has changed you're a hindu i mean again just remembering back from going into cemeteries slitting goats throats drinking blood um to what has changed for you since you've given your life to Christ, since you've started following him? How, how has it changed your family? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I tell you two things. Number one, when I gave my heart to Jesus, I started to go to church. Adam used to carry me in, in his car. He took me to one cell group, live group, what you say here. Mm. Connect group. Connect group. So there I was, I joined that group. But there was a problem because I was not good in English, understanding. So the leader of the house said to me this, here, everything is in English. You won't be able to understand. So indirectly, he, he, he wants to stop me coming there. Mm. I came back and I, I shared this thing with Adam. Adam said, you don't worry, you don't go there. This was his word. You don't go there, you don't worry. I will teach you. So he started to discipling me. Because he was from a poor background. Yeah. And so when going to the other church, they're like, no, 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 we don't, we don't want you here, which is pretty sad, really. Yeah. So he yeah. started to disciple me. And again, he was not able to understand Hindi. I was having problem in English. He was so patient with me. But he discipled me in a such a way within two and a half months, I tell you. Wednesday we used to meet. Eight days, in eight days, he trained me to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Mm. I was so passionate mm. to share the love of God with everyone. Mm. I went and I, I shared gospel to my friends, my family, though they're not accepted. But I was so passionate. Now I want to run for Jesus. Everywhere, I used to go in the street and share gospel like an evangelist. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> but something was telling was me, go and share gospel, yeah. go and share gospel. He discipled me in such a way. If I would have been gone to church, if I would gone to be in that house group, I would be a very good Christian, but not a missionary. Mm. Mm. I received anointing, missionary anointing from Pastor Adam. That made me to run for Jesus, to work for Jesus, to bring people. You ask me what made difference. See, person me, like uneducated person, God chose me, God anointed me, He discipled me. Thousands of people I brought to the Lord. Mm. Mm. That's the difference. I never went to any Bible college. He was my mentor, my teacher. Till date, he is... That's a spiritual change. I, I can I, I, I preach in Hindi. I study God's word. So these are the spiritual changes. I, I become a worshiper of God now. So my family was total against me. My mother, my sister. My sister has to have that spirit again. My mother. Did she go into trances and all types yeah, of things? Yeah, 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 yeah. She used to dance and 
things like that she used to do one day i was sitting in my home my sister came running and said amma is having some problem that's your, that's your mother. my mother hmm. so we both we went there and we saw my mother was lying down and uh, she was unconscious her body was like chilled in india we say our, our, our elderly people is to say if your body is become chilled that means you are going to die you are about mm. to die so we thought mother is going now so all my sister brothers they all came together and they are they are crying crying I, 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 so they all still hindus they yeah, all yeah 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 all hindus all yeah. hindus only one i am i, I gave my life I, i become a christian then he taught me how to pray one day uh, he took me in bedroom we both were praying that was my first time when we were having an encounter with god he was praying in spirit literally honestly i'm telling you i was like flying in the air <laughs> i was holding my chair tightly you know i i can feel that the presence of god mm. it, it, it that was my experience mm. Th- this is what ha- happens in prayer uh, i never shared to him that so that thing was in my heart prayer does something mm. so i said okay i will pray i will pray and i said how many of you believe if i prayed mother will be healed she will get well so everybody wants mother should be get help so they all lifted their hands <laughs> one of my brother in law ushag admi uh-huh. he was not ready to lift his hand Thank so I, I, yeah i i saw him then i said god don't look at him <laughs> <laughs> i don't look at him here here are so many people yeah. they all are believing in you i prayed 10 minutes i prayed as i said amen they don't know how to say amen because they were not christians i said amen the moment i said amen my mother got up wow yeah and the first word she says prem jesus is lord mm. wow. yeah my whole family entire family gave their hearts to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we baptized like 27 yeah. people. 27 people got baptized. Mm. Yeah, yeah. This is all spiritual. Physically we used to live in a small house, very small 10 by 10. No money struggling. I started praying, praying to God, God bless us with good house. so it was rented but from there we went to two bhk flat god took us there that's a two bedroom whole kitchen two, yeah yeah so that was a change i was not having bicycle god blessed me bicycle then motorcycle scooters car mm. so thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> for the car thank you very much now my i have my own car now we have church car these are the changes again i said lots of people i brought to the lord we have extension churches there in city out of the city we have churches 
These are the major changes what Jesus has done in my life. What about for you, Sangeeta? How has Christ changed your life? What difference has it made for you? Has changed my life, changed my family. There's peace in the house. God has blessed the church. God has blessed us from sadness mm. to happiness. God blesses us. God blesses the church mm. and the people in the church. Pastor <laughs> Without Jesus, there is no life, no happiness. She used to say to me, I want, you know, she never thought she'd come to New Zealand. So when I rang her one day, I said, Sangeeta, would you like to come to New Zealand? She goes, Come to New Zealand. I've been praying Pray to come to New Zealand. Because <laughs> 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 I love to. Didn't have a passport. Took her passport. Took her two months to get her passport. She got a passport. She said, this is my life testimony. I wanted to come, meet everybody, meet you all. So I'm happy. God has answered my prayers. She said, thank you, mom and dad and the church family. She's just very grateful. Yeah. One more thing I want to say. Uh, 2003, we were struggling financially. We're not good. Church was there. Everything was there, but I was not going to the work job, so we used to struggle a lot. We never had food all three times. I kept on asking for loan. So then one day I decided, Lord, I'm not going to do that. I'm doing... I'm your child. I'm working for you. You you must take care. I stopped taking loan. In that situation, Pastor Adam invited me here to New Zealand. I came here. I still remember that. I won't forget. Pastor Adam invited me here in front here. It was back. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know what God said to him. He prayed for me here. I remember that. I'm struggling there. There are no food for my children, my wife. That situation, I am here. He prayed for me. Since that day, we never lack anything. Yeah, mm. it's good. Food never run out. Mm. Daily, mm. honestly, I'm telling you, we are feeding four to five people. Mm. Mm. This church has blessed me so much, mm. me and family. Mm. 
Connect Church, Meadows Church. Sorry, Meadows Church and Connect Church. And Pastor Adam's prayer. Always be a blessing. Always is a blessing. A great, great blessing to me. I, I greatly appreciate your love, your prayer for me. Because of your love, our life has been changed. No one does what you did, what you are doing. It is beyond my imagination. I never thought I will come to New Zealand. I never thought my wife coming to New Zealand. Thanks to you, Pastor Adam and Pastor Anita, and thanks to all my dearly loved, beloved brothers and sisters in Christ. As a family, Connect family, I greatly appreciate all your love, your prayers. Thank you so much. What's your biggest challenge for the future? Biggest challenge for the future is right now, challenges for the land. We are using others' land, which, which I, will, I will give up. That's a bigger challenge because there's no place in Kondwa to get all 300, 300 people in. So that's a bigger challenge. The cost of the real estate has gone high. Mm. Very high in, in, in Pune. Pune has become IT city now. Yeah. So that's a bigger challenge. Again, the leadership is challenged to build up a good team. I believe God has brought me here with a purpose to know how to function the church when it comes to a team. We lack this there. I do have, but not so powerfully. But God has taught me, has shown me here how the team works, how the church how to create a good atmosphere in the church. Mm. Now, that's a bigger challenge for me, mm. to go back in India to encourage people. Mm. So they're going to lose their building in the next few months. few months. Yeah. So they're going to believe God for a whole new building. Yeah. I mean, it's a tin shed. They've had it rent-free, but I also believe it's God's... Uh, I, I was like, you had it rent-free, so it's been easy. It's been comfortable. Now God wants you to believe God for more extend get yeah, a proper building right. get something that yeah. you're doing so we want to believe god for that friend to anyone here who maybe there's visitors and stuff they don't know jesus why should they follow jesus what would you say to them you can even stand up and preach if you want for that <laughs> he's got two minutes you tell them what why they should tell jesus so there's power in the name of jesus that's right only jesus can change life person must stop thinking of his own. You know, I meet people. I, they say, I think like this. I think like this. We have so many gods. Why Jesus? Mm. I say to them, Jesus is the true and the living God. That's right. He loved us so much. He gave himself. He was buried. He's, he's resurrected. Today he's alive to help yeah. us, to Come give on. us a new That's life. Right. That's right. If you believe in him, your life will be changed. Yeah. And there is no option. Yeah. There is no option. There is no option to get saved. There is no option. Yeah, you can go on your way, on your own, but you have to stand before God yeah. one day. Yeah. Therefore, give your heart to Jesus. He loves you so much. 
He will take care of you and your life and your family. He has a purpose for everyone. God has brought us in this world with his own purpose. When we connect to him, he reveals that purpose which we need to carry. Maybe, as Pastor Adam said, maybe there will be a new person who never knew Jesus. I tell you, he's the way, he's the truth, he's the life. No other way, no life without Jesus. Believe in Jesus, be saved. Yeah, that's good. Amen. Amen. Come on. Can we put our hands together and just thank them? I'm going to get you guys to stand up. Can we all stand up and stretch our hands out towards them? And we want to pray for them. Thank you for sharing your heart. And uh, again, I, I pray you've caught some of the, the heart of why we relate. And um, again, I just love the fact that we can celebrate here because of life change and Watch, this is why we go back year after year, because we see people who are little babies, uh, uh, whose names were Krishna, whose now names are Adam, which is a pretty cool name. And they've grown up, and he's the youth pastor, and uh, brothers who are, who, who are now serving, uh, serving God. Uh, again, the Bible says Jesus, uh, Jesus told the parable, they left, he left the 99, the shepherd, and went after the one. This is the one. This is what we do the one for. Now he's reaching and leaving the 99 and going uh, after the one. That's why we do this. That's why we go into all the world and preach the gospel in every nation. That's why we, we do this and we get to share every week. So when you're sowing that money and we're talking about missions, this is what we're talking about. This is the impact that it's having on people's lives, seeing lives change, people who are being beaten, people who are... Who are <laughs> who are suffering and people who, who, who have no hope. Not every person who worked for us made it. One girl was burnt alive by her husband who, who, who wanted to get rid of her. He literally set her on fire and killed her. She was hiding in the house for many days and then went back. Her mother took her back and she's dead. We have a, go we have a gospel that can turn people's lives. We're saved not to something, but for something. Your lives can make an impact. It doesn't matter where it is. It can be here. It's not about just sitting in church and doing the thing. You should be inspired to reach out for where we're found. But there are many people who are lost who do not know Christ. There are many people who are far away from God. We have to get over ourselves and over our fears and over our little struggles and just move past that. Just like Andre said, we've got to get past some stuff that we can't get over. We've got to move on because there's a world out there that needs Jesus. 51,000 people in this town alone that do not know Christ, who don't go to church. And you and I have a part to play, just as they do. Let's stretch out our hands and pray for these guys. Lord, we thank you. For pastors Prem and Anita, uh, Sangeeta and Anita, I was looking at you, honey. You just glow. Yeah, so, Lord, I just pray, Father God, for them right now. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for their life. We thank you for all that they've done. We thank you. Yeah, worship team can come. I thank you, Father God, for, for, for their heart, for their service. Now 20 plus years working together with them. Father, we thank you for all those who have come to find Christ. So his mother, his brothers, his sisters, his family. Now in the community, so many people, hundreds and hundreds of people have come to know Christ 
through their ministry, not just in Pune, but in Mumbai and different other towns around the place that they've reached out to. We thank you for the legacy that's there. And we share in that legacy Amen. today. Yes, and so we pray in the name of Jesus. You would just put on them a fresh anointing as you did all those years ago. Holy Ghost, we just pray that you would even fill them afresh in the powerful and mighty name of Jesus. Father, you've used even the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. Lord, I thank you. We take note that they have been with Jesus, and because they have been with Jesus, their lives are having an impact. Father, we bless them today. We encourage them today. We say, God, you touch them today in this moment. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Can we put our hands together and just thank these guys? Thank you. Love you too. Love you too, Sangeeta. Come on, bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. Come on, thank you guys. You can go off. We're going to just stay standing for a moment. And again, sometimes when I was talking with Brem yesterday, I was saying, because he can be quiet because he can't always understand the, the English, and out of respect, they don't sort of uh, talk. So I was like, go and, go and talk to him, make, make them feel at home. But just before we close, can I get every head bowed and every eye closed? Friend, you've seen what a difference Jesus can make. You've seen how it can take this person who used to follow 233 million gods. I don't know what your idol is. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's fortune. Maybe it's fame. I don't know what your idol is here today. Maybe you've come here today and you, you just know, man, as he was speaking, I want what these people have. I want, I need that in my own life. Maybe you've just become aware, just as even as they're speaking, I'm far away from God. I need to get my life right with God. Friend, I don't want you to leave this service without getting your life right with God. In a moment, I'm going to give you an opportunity. I'm going to pray a prayer that says, Christ, would you come into my life? Would you be the King of my life? Would you be the Lord of my life? Maybe you say, well, Pastor, I'm not, I'm not good enough yet. I need to really improve myself. I need to sort myself out. Friend, let me tell you, this is the beauty of the gospel. If you try to sort it out yourself, what, here's what the Bible says about our own righteousness. It's like a filthy rag. We're, we're, we're never going to be good enough. If you wait till I, you're, you're, you're good enough, friends, you're going to wait a long time. You might say, well, I don't want to be a hypocrite. Well, I want to tell you, the church is full of hypocrites. Why? Because we're sinners in need of a God. We need God. We, because we've realized we can't do this on our own. And the good news of the gospel is this. Although it says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. It's never about how bad you are, but about how good He is. As I've said, the Bible is called the good book, not because the people in the book are good, but because the God in the book is good. He is a good God. And He died on a cross 2,000 years ago. How much does He love you this much? This much He hung on a cross. And the Bible says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, so that whomsoever believeth in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Do you know Him today? Do you know Him today? If you're here and you go, man, I need to get right with God. Let this be your day. Let this be your day. Let Him be Lord of your life. 
with every head bowed and every eye closed. In a moment, I'm going to count to three. And on three, if that's you, you, you know you need to get right with God here today. Maybe you've followed Him for a while and you've fallen away. Maybe you've slipped away. Maybe someone brought you here today. I don't know how you ended up in this room today. But right now, even as I'm speaking, you can feel the Holy Ghost knocking on the door of your heart. The Bible says He'll do that. He'll knock on the door of your heart. And if you would open your heart, He will come in. He will come in and lead your life. Oh, friend, you've tried to do it yourself. You've tried to lead yourself. It hasn't turned out how you thought it would. Would you let Christ in? Would you let the King of glory in? Would you let Him lead your life today? If that's you and you're saying, Pastor, that's me. I need to get right with God. When I get to three, just I'm going to ask you to put your hand up. And then we're all going to pray that prayer together. One, you know you need to get right with God today. Two, don't worry about who's around you to the left or the right. You know that you must respond. And if you want to be included in that prayer, three, put your hand up wherever you are. Thank you. Anyone else? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Down the back. Thank you. Anyone else? Anyone else? Nice and high so I can see it. You know you need to get right with God today. Thank you. Anyone else? Anyone else? I don't want to delay it. Anyone else, you know you're here today and you know you need to get right with God. Don't let this moment pass. If you sense God knocking on the door of your heart, don't let this moment pass. Anyone else, anyone else, you know you need to get right with God. Anyone else, just a few more moments. Amen, you can slip those hands down. Let's all pray this prayer together. Those who put their hand up, join with us. Lord Jesus, I come to you today a sinner in need of a Savior. I come to you today. Come into my heart. Be Lord of my life from this day forth. This I ask in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Can we give it up for those who said yes?